Welcome to D3 Nation, now don't you change the station, oh lord knows it has just begun. We're talking all the motivation from years of dedication, discovering who's number one. The fight is never done, you gotta dig down inside for who you're destined to be. The war is never won, so talk it out with your host, Gennaro and Welcome back, Division Three wrestling fans, to another episode of D3 Nation. This past weekend, in all the uh, craziness of the D1 conference schedule, we released our regional uh, recap, a regional roundup episode. So if you haven't checked that out, make sure you do. We kind of touched on a little bit of uh, some of the teams and kind of how it's going to look at nationals team-wise, um, but we'll go over that again real quick. So uh, before we get into, obviously, the meat of this episode, the you know, the NCAA Division Three brackets were released uh, yesterday evening. Um, and the way it works in Division Three for anyone new to Division Three wrestling, the top eight wrestlers are seated per weight class. And then the other 10 qualifiers are randomly drawn in. And on top of the random drawing in, there's two pigtails per weight, which are also random. That is an NCAA rule. So it doesn't matter what seed you are, you could potentially have a pigtail. And that's just to have parity and, uh, you know, equity in teams, you know, looking to get those team points early on in the pigtail. So honestly, if you're in the race for, for team points and uh, a team trophy, you know, you want those pigtails. So that's why they are random. Um, so there's two pigtails per weight that will get the uh, wrestling started on Friday. And then we'll jump into right into the round of 16. So it should be a great weekend of wrestling. And, uh, you know, as we all know, these brackets were released and, uh, some great matchups early on. So, um, but again, let's, let's touch, touch base about the teams, which we talked about in the regional roundup. So team wise, there is four teams that have seven qualifiers. So Augsburg, Wartburg, Bolton Wallace, and Wabash. Now uh, Wartburg put something out last night. I believe they're the only team to have all seven guys seated. Top I believe four too. Top I four. Think, yeah, that's correct, right? They're all seeded in the top four. So, uh, yep. obviously, heavy favorites heading into the tournament, but obviously those seeds get thrown out the door once uh, the wrestling starts. Because as we know, that first day of, of wrestling, that morning session, Division Three, it, is hectic. It's crazy. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of top seeded guys that go down early on. So, um, Augsburg and uh, Bowen Walls and Wabash also going to be in the mix as well for um, team trophy. Then you have Co and TC and J. They both have six. That's that next tier. Of uh, of teams with qualifiers, obviously Co and TCNJ with uh, some firepower there, and then you got some some teams with five guys that are are definitely gonna be in the mix with Coast Guard. They have um they have some very highly seated guys, uh, Johnson and Wales. I believe Coast Guard uh four of their five qualifiers were seated, Johnson and Wales same thing, um and North Central. So a lot of these uh, teams in these tiers, these first three tiers. Uh, you know, going to be in the mix for the, the top four finish and potentially competing for a national championship. And who knows, maybe this year might be the year, uh, you know, we get another team other than the Bergs. But like I said, Wartburg is uh, the favorite right now. So, yeah. Uh, did you did you mention uh, North Central? How were they look? Were, they, were all their guys seated? Yeah. North, no, North Central is in a great spot. Um, okay. They, 
I'm trying to think when we look through their back. They have I know two one are, seeds, I know. They have, they, two have one t- seed. they have two one seeds, which is big. Uh, in, uh, and th- those two guys have been uh, big pieces in their lap. Obviously, Robbie Preston, number one seed at 133. And then you have uh, 197, Cody Ballridge, who's number one. Sure. But, they're, but their 149 is the sixth seed. Um, and uh, their heavyweight, it was drawn in. And I'm trying to think who they're – oh, at 41. Yeah, they're 41 Estrada. He's the four seed. So, oh, right, yeah, four. Okay. So they – just like Coast Guard, four of their four of their five qualifiers were seeded. Yeah, but it again – It's a nice field that has a lot of parity. And um, it should be – like you said, the first day – the first round's always hectic. I mean, there's upsets everywhere. It just yeah, that, happens yeah, that, all the time. Yep, that Friday morning session it, it, it is a good one. Um, you know, and honestly – Jason Bryant, who we've had on the show before. I mean, it's a reason why he has division three wrestling tournament and uh, you know, his top three wrestling events to attend to. Cause it's just, it's just so, it's just so crazy, you know, like only top eight guys get seated, but all these guys have had great years and have earned their right to uh, compete at the NCAA championships. And uh, you know, everyone's just four or five matches away from the, the pinnacle of winning a national title. So right. uh, it's It's going to be good. So, so uh you know, that's kind of where we sit right now with the team wise. Um, and uh, so let's uh, let's start talking about these brackets, uh, starting with 125. Um, a lot of uh, the top three seeds coming into uh, this tournament are all undefeated at at the weight in Division three. Decatur has one loss, but that was to a Division two wrestler. Um, he gets a nod for the one seed, Samuel Braswell from Averett. Um, uh, you know, obviously a face of their program doing a great job. He comes in at the two seed and then Shannon Akio, the other undefeated wrestler is the three. So, um, and Akio just beat Kiner. Akio got the three seed. Yeah. Cause he beat Kiner in a tight battle in the lower Midwest regional finals. So, um, and the reason Lopez is the five over Arborio from West New England is he just beat him in the regional finals. Correct. So kind of the seeding kind of all worked out basically based on the regional, um, regional results, you know, and, uh, but nope. uh, but again, like we said, there's gonna be some great uh, matchups here right away. Um, you know, Joey Manginelli, who has pretty much been in the top ten in in multiple polls throughout the whole year, he comes in unseated. He draws a seven seed, Carlos Champagne, right away. That's a great matchup that catches our eye. Um, Matt Kakamis from Brockport, he takes on Justin Lopez. Yeah, that's Look, the one I have circled. I think that's gonna be a really good first round match. Really good first round match. Um, he, he, again, he was uh, a top six seed, I believe back in 2020, uh, when we had champion. So his guy is a experienced guy and not, not like that Lopez. I think Oborio, the six seed was the three, if I'm not mistaken. That's correct. Yeah. And Oborio's only loss this year is to Lopez at, at 125. Oborio took some losses at 133 first semester, but his only loss, he split Lopez. He beat him during the year. And then, um, and then Lopez made some great adjustments in that finals, to uh to beat him so it is also interesting interesting to note there is one replacement uh at this weight brandon murphy who's taking on jacob jacob decatur first round he actually took fourth in the upper midwest but due to an injury um and it looks like to the elmhurst wrestler mora um brandon murphy gets uh gets the call he gets the nuts and that wisconsin lacrosse has four guys in the bracket and uh you know and now he gets a second chance to um you know, to become an All-American and, uh, you know, compete for a national championship. So great, cool. great for him, great for lacrosse. I know it helps their their uh, odds of where they want to be as a team and, you know, pushing uh, to get back into that top four category. And uh, Coach Malachek, obviously they have a great, 
done a great job this year. You know, they were the NWCA national dual champs. Um, had some bumps in the road with uh, COVID and injuries leading up to the end of their dual season, but uh, you know they won the WEAC, so uh, they are a very strong team. So it's always nice to have another guy scoring points. And for then you. they they finished right behind Augsburg, correct? Uh, yeah. Or was it a Claire took second? I'm I'm not sure. Um, I know, I know was- that was the top three. It was Augsburg, Wisconsin Lacrosse, and Claire. I can check real quick, but yeah, keep going. Yeah. So once you check that out, but um. Obviously, some some love from uh, our Southeast boys and, uh, you know, Washington Elite Parker. Uh, he's had a great year, some really good wins. He draws the eight seed right away. And, um, you know, and uh, and Austin Fowler from Wilkes University having a great year. He draws the four seed. So, um, you know, a lot of uh, a lot of great matchups here at 125. Um, the pigtails are the eight seed and uh, two unseeded wrestlers in Adams and Russell. Yeah, just to cut you off real quick, Euclid, second place. What a showing. Yeah, I, that's what I thought. I, I thought because they Vader. got five. Yeah. I guess it done, man. That's yeah. awesome. And they're only 20 points behind Augsburg, man. So, hey, and the, I think a lot of their guys return. Whew. They yeah, so going there. We didn't mention them really in the team in the team uh, category, but they also have five through, so they'll definitely be in the mix. Eclair will oh, definitely yeah. be in the mix. Anytime you get five or more in, you're in the mix for a team trophy for sure. Yep. No doubt about it. So, so yeah, uh, keep going. You're talking about the pigtails. Yep. Yeah. So the two uh, unseated guys in Russell from Milliken, who had a great showing in the upper, uh, I mean, the lower Midwest. Um, you know, that was a really tough region at 125. You had Friddle, you had Rankin, and uh, Milliken. And, and Milliken just finds a way. I mean, if you think back to uh, 2022, uh, that Blazoli, he found a way to get out um, in a tough 125. So they're doing a great job with their lightweights, um, and he makes it out. So Russell and yeah, Adams. man, Milliken's a team. They peak. They peak at the right time. You know, they knocked off North Central at their conference tournament. That w- after losing the duel to them, um, and you know they're always just in the mix uh, at the end of the year. I feel like uh, he's uh, Coach Burt, right? That's his. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, we'll get to Braden Burt, his son at 165. He's the one seed, but yeah, Coach Burt. Um, and he's always done a great job. He was, he was associated with the Lourdes program yep. uh, back when bus won the national title in 2014. And he's been doing great, great, great coach, great guy doing really good things in Milliken, you know, cause I mean, for people that don't know, they were just recently reinstated. I think what, this might be a year five for them. Year five, five or no, six. Um, I would have to double check that. Yeah, you're right though. I mean, he, he took over the program when it got reinstated and, uh, you know, they've always been in the mix. I mean, um, back to our last national championship in 2019, they had two guys in the national finals. So um, yes. he, he found a way to to get some to get that program rolling fast. So uh, great job by him and uh, great job by Milliken. Um, so uh, and they were reinstated in 2014, 2015, 2016 was their first year back. So okay. this is technically like year yeah, like Eight. five and six. Well, but I can't do math. Yeah, year eight. Their, their, their academic year was – their first year was 2015-2016, sorry. Restated in 14. I think they had a year recruit, then they started 2015-2016. Gotcha. So, yeah, year <laughs> seven, I think, competing then. Okay, so my math's not that bad. Yeah, not too bad. It's all right. Okay, keep going. All right, all right nice. So, moving right along now to 133. Um, as we mentioned for North Central, Robbie Presson, uh, he's been uh, on a tear. He gets the one seed. Dalton Rawball, undefeated from York College, 
he transferred in um, last year. Obviously, York did not compete, but uh, he's he's crushing. He's undefeated um, and uh, could have a potential rematch with Kaiser in the quarters. He's actually Kaiser's only loss on the year. That came all the way back to the Nembeginley tournament. Um, and then Joe Pins from Warper gets a three. Um, you know, Pins probably easily could have been the two here. I mean, his only losses in Division Three this year have been the Robbie Preston. So, I mean, he has yeah. – I mean, I But Royal Ball is undefeated, so – yeah, yeah, so I'm saying so like those two and three could have been interchangeable there, but that, right. so that's, that's how they kind of fall out. And um, so Rob, I'll have uh, the winner of a pigtail, uh, rounding out the, the top four seeds here, and is uh, David Massey from Mount Union. And um, so he has a pigtail versus Co College Parky, which should be a, a pretty tough pigtail. Parky's been uh, obviously in the top 10 poll all year, so that's a good pigtail right off the bat. Um, and uh, and yeah, so it should be good. And then obviously a lot of representation from the Wisconsin schools here in uh, Stevens Point, Matt Berlin. He's the five seed and Tyler Fleetwood is the eight. So yeah, that uh, could be an interesting quarters matchup because Berlin saw Massey at Wheaton. Yeah, and that was a tight, that was a tight match. Um Robbie Preston draws a, a tough uh customer from Greensboro. Yeah, I got College. that circled. I got that circled for round one. I think that's gonna be a really good match. Josh, Josh Wilson is very stingy on his feet, strong. We wrestled him in the semifinals at regionals. I was uh, definitely impressed by him. Greensboro uh, doing a great job. They got two qualifiers out here again. Um, so, so Wilson, um, you know, obviously unseated coming in, but, you know, uh, that, that's a good good match right away. And, and you know, Preston is stingy. He's great on top, but Wilson's tough to score on. He's, he's really good from the open, and uh, he's strong. So, um, yeah. It should that should be that should be a good one for sure. So I yeah I like uh, that should be an intriguing uh, first match because Wilson only lost to the two seed three two. Yeah, Southeast Regional. Yep. So and now, Wilson was very close to being a top eight seed. Yep, no doubt. And then the other one too, Pins draws uh, that Jaden Cardenas who he took some losses at Pete Wilson and. Uh, you know, some losses uh, kind of towards the middle of the second semester, but uh, he's tough, man. I mean, he beat, he beat Massey. He pinned Josh Wilson at the Petros tournament. Um, that kid has some really good wins on the year. So again, uh, I don't, don't sleep on him. He, he is, uh, he's legit. Yeah, he was impressive. I, we were at the Petros tournament. I remember watching him. He's, he's impressive. That's it. That's another good first round match. Him and Joe Pence for sure. Yeah. Then shout out New England college national qualifier Diego Santiago he draws the six seed Peralka who's been very consistent for John Carroll's whole career he comes out the 16 so yeah um, that's great too in New England college they had a they had a head coaching change uh in the middle of yeah, the like season middle too. of the year middle of the year so that's so, they that's, almost they almost what they almost had two qualifiers I think I saw yeah I think, I think, one, I think it's the only one they have but 125 was also a match away he lost to Manginelli so um so yeah, great, great for them. Great for that program. Great for the Northeast to uh, continue to, to push guys through here. So, Definitely. Um, so again, <clears throat> moving right along here, 141 and uh, 141 and 149 have pretty been pretty consistent seeds wise uh, coming into it. You have Jordan James, who uh, was a national champ at 133 in 2019. He is the uh, number one seed. Then you have Jimmy McAuliffe, He's been all American at this weight going back all the way to 2018. And 
Uh, he obviously won the bracket last year out in Iowa at the NWCA championships. He beat he, he beat Rump in the finals. He beat Rump, yeah, he beat Rump in the finals. That's correct. Nice. That was a good one for him. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, and then that's... and then and then Tarenka gets the three seed over Estrada because again, back to regional results, Estrada beat Tarenka uh, earlier in the year by actually by pin and that and then Tarenka uh, he flipped the script on Estrada in the regional finals. So he comes in at the three. Estrada the four and uh he draws gear from Messiah and both Estrada and gear we wrestled both them Slendorn our guy from Stevens he comes in at the five and uh, his only division three loss is to Estrada so that's why he slayed right behind him and uh but gear and Estrada that should be a fun one they're both really uh they're good on top yeah, gears gears from the watch that should be I've never really seen Estrada wrestle but you have but I'm not I'm no Estrada Estrada's having a great year man like I said um was that his know, only loss Tarinka? uh he also lost early on to uh shackle from wisconsin lacrosse but um okay. other than that he had, oh and and he lost mccullough in the in the conference finals so okay but he's having a great year uh yeah you know, i mean heck, he's a four seed at nationals he's having an amazing year so yeah a lot of pins if you look at the statistical <clears throat> categories a straw is really good on top um, he has a lot of pins, but like I said, they're both uh, gear and. Estrada. What was the score between Estrada and Slendor in the first time? Uh, it was a tight battle, six five. Estrada ended up winning on riding time. So that, that was at the Concordia Open, correct? Out, Concordia Open in the semi in the semifinals, and then and then uh, that's where uh, Estrada beat Tarenka the first time. He beat Tarenka in the finals there. So. Gotcha. And then rounding up, you have Hayden Brown at the six, Sam Stoll, the D one transfer at the seven. Mm-hmm. And uh, Joseph Rosati. Rosetti, yep. Rosetti from, from Williams College, coming at eight. Very consistent wrestler. He's been really tough for Williams all four years. And the reason why he drops to eight is because he lost to Brown in the regional final. Yeah. So, and I, I'm Sam Stahl lost in the final to regional final as well. Yeah. He lost to McAuliffe in a, in a tight, in a tight match too. Right. Um, yeah. That, uh, yeah, that should be that should be an interesting quarters quarters matchup if they see each other again. But uh, Woody's no joke favorite. That's a that's a good first round match. It, I mean, we're gonna keep saying this all week. They're, every round, every first round match is solid. If you're at nationals, you're good. Like the all yes. these guys, like when we know what's the top eight seeds, but there will be a lot of seeds. I mean, I'll make sure, you know, I'll be following and post out results. There'll be a lot of top eight seeds going down first round. I can just tell you that right now. It happens every time. Yep. No doubt. So, uh, and then uh, Tarenka versus uh, Sato should be a fun one too. That kid's a high flyer and scores a lot of points. So, mm-hmm. um, did they see each other all this year? I don't think so. I don't think okay. uh, Claire and Wartburg ever crossed paths. So, uh, okay. it should be good. And um, and yeah, it should be good. And then moving to forty nine, uh, Stevens Calendar number one, um, and uh, you know undefeated on the year. Rumpf and Petrella get the nods for the two and three. I mean, their only losses on the year are to counter. And then Coast Guard, uh, you know, with his great uh, great twister, gator roll, whatever you want to call it, um, he comes in undefeated at the four. Gator bacon, whatever you want to say. He's yeah. Yeah, he's going to be a fan favorite out, out there for sure. He, uh, he lets it rip. Um, he's really good upper body. Um, so uh, he comes in at the four. And then Arrhenio and Villar five and six round up to five and six that was the uh, lower midwest um uh regional results in Villar losing the radio in the semifinals so 
Um, and then what be- you got? You got Chandler. Chandler Merwin from was, NYU. Is that what it says there? No, uh, Cortland. State University of oh, New York, Cortland. Uh, Cortland, and then Chase Sumner of Ohio Northern, who I believe is a junior now. I remember watching him as a freshman at our tournament, and he is tough. I mean, he looked really good. He beat actually a national qualifier from WJ, Mike Heinel, in the finals. And he, I think he made your decision him. So that kid's legit. So, yeah. Uh, some other, in, some other interesting notes, some previous qualifiers are in this bracket. Uh, unseated, you have Barr from Wabash College, Jake Drexler from Eclair, who's just coming off a regional title, um, and uh, High Sue from Greensboro, who's a qualifier at 41. So a lot of experience, a lot of experience. Was in this Barr bracket. the one that took third a few years back, or is that? Yeah, that's correct. No, yeah, he, yep, Barr took third a few years ago in the Central Regional. Um no, I mean at um, at nationals. Oh no, 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 you're thinking something different. You're thinking okay. something different. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So he's just a returning qualifier. Gotcha. Correct. Yeah. So a lot of uh, a lot of experienced guys in this weight. Uh, I think Burford from Whitewater was also a qualifier. I would have to double check that, but I'm pretty sure he. Was, I think in the bracket. Which well. one? It. Jake Burford from Whitewater. Um, he was. Yeah. So. A lot of experience from that upper Midwest region. That weight class was Pretty very sure tough. Drexler was too, right? Or was Drexler? Yeah, I said that. Work? Yeah, yeah, oh, Drexler. Okay. Yeah, Drexler from the upper Midwest. Um, yep, yep, okay. So, and then, uh, and then Fleck, obviously from University of Chicago. He's the other one. I think this is his first time out there. So, yeah, you got some, you know, uh, Norwich University. Shout out to them, Kyle Merritt. Uh, yeah, I have to, I have to look at Norwich site. That might be their first national qualifier in a while. I agree. Yeah. So it's awesome. Again, a lot of these Northeast schools kind of pushing through and getting some guys going here. It's uh, it's definitely awesome to see. So. Yeah. And I saw that Merritt kid uh, at the Will Alvey tournament this year. He's tough. So yep. kudos to him and Nora punched him through. Yep. Okay, cool. So moving, moving right along, we have uh 57, 65. Um, Top the top seeds there were uh were oh, actually and here it says sorry to cut you off. But, no, go ahead. Uh, Merritt was a qualifier back in 2019. So he also is returning qualifier. Oh wow, I didn't realize that. Merrick is the second kid that wrestled to compete at the nationals in back-to-back champion seasons, 2019-2022. Represent Norwick at the uh national championships. Okay, so he didn't make it out in 2020, but he was out there in 2019. 2019 cool wow all right good job there there you go so uh a little bit shake up here uh from the regional uh results at 157 um winters no surprise here being the one seed david hollingsworth being the two seed um hollingsworth really turned it on uh after some early season losses um and then you have uh nate lackman who's having a great year for rural island college actually the lackman boys like we talked about last year both top top five seeds in their brackets you have uh, Matt Lackman at Alvernia. He's a 5C at 165. Um, Luth comes in after avenging his only loss in the year uh, at Washington and Lee uh, to uh, Barnhart from Messiah, who so, so comes in unseated. So that's going to be a – Barnhart's been kind of in the top 10 all year. He comes in unseated. Um, but Shilson ends up still being the 5 seed after – you know, dropping the match to Estevez, but he had the win over Hurt, Hurdle earlier in the year, which keeps him ahead of him. 
Um, so uh, definitely a little bit shake up here uh, after the top two because of regional results. But again, really solid, solid weight class. I mean, our region was very tough at this weight. Uh, very tough. Some, yeah. You know, Hutchinson and Barnhart both unseated coming in, but they're definitely uh, two uh, obviously veteran and experienced guys that um, will definitely make some noise. And then some other guys in here as well. Um, Stanley Bleich has been uh, a multiple time qualifier. He's unseated, but uh, you know, you can't count him out, man. He's been, uh, you know, a big part of ball and Wallace's program for the last five years. And yeah, he's legit. So he was, uh, yeah, man, uh, shout out New Jersey city university, first national qualifier in program history, Jeff Johnson. So that's pretty cool to see. Yep. Yeah. So good, good for them. Get their first their first qualifier. And then obviously Estevez, you can't forget about him. You know, he just, he, uh, I believe took second out at the upper Midwest, but obviously he had the big win over Shilson, um, which dropped Shilson down to the five. Um, so Estevez has some great wins. He beat Barnhart, uh, during the year, um, took second at the, uh, Pete Wilson tournament. So he's, uh, he's, he's having a great, Great second half of the season. Yeah, he's, he's yeah, because Chilson probably would have been a top three seed still if he won the region. Yeah, agreed. agreed. Um, so I really put a, a, a wrinkle on things. Uh, I'm guess so. The no Nolan Hurtle won the Upper Midwest. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yep. So that's why you have that. How it looks there. Yeah, how it shook out. And then Zeke Smith, the younger brother of Eddie Smith from Loris. Uh, you know, Eddie Smith was a two-time All-American um for uh for lures so uh zeke smith is coming in and uh as the eight so a lot of uh a lot of great guys in these top eight seeds and a lot of really quality guys unseated as well so should be yeah. a fun one there so um 165 uh no surprise after the regional results with uh, brain uh burt becoming the one seed unanimous dominic reyes the two undefeated from johns hopkins uh multiple time qualifier for him and uh and then Kyle Hatch, he also had that loss to Leitner early uh, at regionals. He beat him earlier on. He slides down to the three. Uh, Seth Broussard from Lacrosse and Lackman, four, five. Um, so, yeah, it should be uh, these top five guys have a lot of firepower. And then moving right along, Phil Rogers, he has experience. He was a qualifier in 2020. Chase Smith, the seven seeds, having a great year. Uh, really the only, you know, the, a lot of his losses have come to Broussard. Uh, this year and then uh, Patrick McGraw had a great tournament he was the champ in the central regional he comes in at the eight seed so yeah I, I'm, I believe McGraw started his career at 49 too so um, pretty impressive to see you know obviously they haven't competed in a while he probably ate lifted and full size 65 ready to go but yeah he, if you, no one's ever seen him wrestle he's a fun pace goer great motor um he'll come at you so him being at eight that could uh it'll be a he'll be a tough draw there for the mm -hmm. one seed but Bert man he's just I feel like been on another level since like last year didn't he he tech Mulder right in the NWCA finals last year he did yeah he's great on top so yeah um, so you know and, and but like I said he, he's got a pigtail with Turley from Averett who's a high flyer and then he uh draws Leitner who obviously he just pinned the, the three seed <laughs> Right, hatch. yeah. So, um, yeah, Turley can pin anyone, and Lightner just pinned Hatch. So, yeah. So, better, I mean, I'm sure he will be, but yeah, it's that's not an easy draw. Yeah, I mean, Burke's obviously still a heavy favorite, but um, you know, that's 
but two tough guys to, to start his tournament. And then, uh, you know, obviously his big equalizer is, is a top position. He, he texts and pins a lot of guys, so he's really good there. Um, but speaking of Mulder, he comes in at the two seed at 174. And then, uh, you know, Beecham, who crazy stat, Beecham has not lost a match in Division Three since transferring in to Mount St. Joe's. He's undefeated in the two seasons. He was originally right at an All-American at Notre Dame. He was not an All-American at Notre Dame. He was a qualifier at Notre Dame. Qualifier. I think he, yeah, I think he was in the blood round at Notre Dame in Division Two. So everyone knew coming in, he was going to be pretty solid. Yeah, huh. solid. I mean, the fun fact about him, I don't, I don't know if he still plays football, but uh, he's a beast football player. Had an amazing year two years ago. I don't know with everything going on with COVID and stuff, if he's still playing, but just, just a stud athlete. Yeah, and then the rest of these seeds, honestly, 74 has been very consistent in the top eight all year. Um, really, the only switch up here is Ross, who was kind of uh, behind Saracen, Nielsen, um, Krakow, and like a lot of the ranking polls. He gets a nod for the three because, I mean, he's undefeated and uh, he's been dominant. Um, so he comes in. A lot of three. tech falls. Good on top as well. A lot of tech falls. Great with that tilt. Um, he has, I think, believe he has 21 tech falls this year, which is insane. That's, that's yeah, that's that's like a career for most guys. That's ridiculous. Yeah. So he comes in at the three, and uh, but again, those guys kind of out west, they all took some losses this year because they're all kind of beating each other. So um, they're kind of uh, you know, iron sharpens iron there, and Nielsen, Saracen, Krakow, um, you know, they wrestle with each other a lot. So uh, they're going to be very uh, well prepared to wrestle, wrestle these matches. And, you know, Krakow obviously wrestled Mulder very tough in the duel. I believe there was no rematch in the uh, regional final. Um, Krakow was a regional champ due to a medical forfeit from Mulder. Um, so, but you can't count out those guys from uh, the Middies and Gragas and Henry. They're both legit. I think Gragas gave Ross his toughest match of the year this year. So those, both those guys have kind of, I believe Henry gets not at the seven because he's two and one against Gragas this year. He lost to him early on. Then he beat him later on uh, in the duel and they beat him in the regional finals. So uh, pretty consistent here at 174, nothing really too crazy out, out of uh, the ordinary here at 184. I mean, 174. Uh, four, so yeah, cool. And then, uh, Ligel gets the one seat at 184 because he finally, uh, you know, Beats Briggs in the regional final. So Briggs comes in at the two. Um, Rono College, shout out to them. Sala, he's the eight seed, their first national qualifier and looking for their first All American in uh, their first year of competition. So, yeah, they had, uh, besides him, I mean, they had a solid regional tournament. Coach Getcher and those guys doing a great job there. You know, they're just, just going to keep getting be- better. Yeah, great yeah, facilities. Yeah. Great facilities. Great. Facilities. So, I mean, whew, yeah. the room, the, the where they duel and where they host tournaments i wouldn't be surprised if uh southeast regionals is down there sometime soon yep so they're doing a great job i believe they finished seventh in the southeast regional so uh they're going to continue to get better and then uh you got a fun one here at the four and the fives um you know and Schinhauser and uh, uh chabizzi from uh ithaca um Schinhauser's only losses this year have come to ligel who's the one um, he's been pretty dominant other than, uh, losing the Ligel and those have been close matches. And then the three seed Paul Detweiler, again, been a big part of the resurgence of Coast Guard, uh, Coast Guard Academy. Um, he's been, a you know, a beast. And I believe this is his, 
This is his third uh, time at the NCAA championships. So he's been in the field every year since he's been at Coast Guard, which is uh, – Never never placed, not counting last year, NWCA-wise. He never placed the other two. So he did not place in 2019, and then he – well, also we didn't have the championships in 2020, but he was the two-seed in 2020. Oh, uh, wow. Went, so, four. so he took second wow. last year, lost a tight one to Ligel in the, in the NWCA final. So um, – so yeah, the experience he, is there. He'll, he's 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 battle tested, game ready. He's ready to yep. go. Yep. And then the the one two punch in uh, Mount St. Joe's University, Antonio McLeod comes in at the six seed. So obviously they have two uh, really good guys there at seventy four and eighty four, um, and uh, they've been uh, big pieces and obviously their resurgence as a pro. Yeah, and McLeod's a returning All American, I believe, at ninety seven. Yes. He didn't. He didn't. He, and then decided to make the drop to 84. Seems like it's been a good move, been consistent there. Um, yep. He doesn't have many losses on the year, does he? He does not. I think his only loss is to Schinhauser in the Pete Wilson finals. Wow. Cool. So a lot of heavy hitters here. And then another one from Ballin Wallace and Lucas Salmon. He's, uh, he's also um, a veteran guy. He's been a big piece of their lineup. Um, and he's been obviously in the top eight all year. So yeah. Also uh, too, just McLeod did wrestle Sahalov from Roanoke and it was three, one match. Yeah. That's, that's uh, yeah. Sal's only loss on the year. And again, he came in a uh, second semester from Roanoke. So uh, a little short and AI all American guys, firepower. He looked really impressive at regionals, beat a solid Babcock in the finals from Wilkes, who I'm pretty sure before that, I think Babcock pinned everyone in the bracket. Yeah, I think you're right about that. And I think Babcock only loss other than Salah is to um, the number four seed from Ithaca. Okay. Yeah. And that was, and that was sudden victory. So that Babcock is, is legit too. So dangerous there. He's got Solomon first. That should be yeah. circle that one. That should be a good first round match right there. Yeah. Great upper body strength there. So should be good. All right. Now kind of rounded out here uh, the last two weight classes and um a lot of uh, a lot of regional results that kind of made this uh, bracket kind of come to fruition. With you know Yinaman, he comes in at the four. He was the number one basically all year because the Baldridge's only loss in Division Three is to Yinaman, and that came in the first weekend of the season at the Wisconsin at the Pointer Open at Stevens Point. I believe it was like I believe he beat him in sudden victory. So yeah, um, overtime sudden victory. But Yinaman also taking some other division three losses that he split with. So he comes in at the four. Koi Spooner is the three, another high C for a Coast Guard kid. Spooner um having a great year, undefeated. Jack Helt from Wabash College comes in at two. So again, Wabash coming in with a lot of firepower, a lot of highly seated guys. You have Hatch at three. Yeah, Hilt. I wonder we said Warburg had all their guys see the top four. It seems like Wabash has a lot of their guys top four as well. Yeah, they do. Not not every single one of them, though. Uh, they have some unseated guys as well. But Helt is the two. Bishop's the one. Hatch is the three. Um, and uh, I would have to look at some other weight classes. But I believe their other four are unseated. But they got some firepower in, uh, in obviously, their national qualifiers. Yeah. Yeah. And, then, and they just come, they're coming off a regional title. They'll be ready to roll. They're they're confident, ready to go. Central Regional is always tough with Ball and Wallace, and those OAC team, OAC teams, some Michigan teams. So they'll be, uh, yeah, they'll be in the hunt for sure. Um, kind of another cool story here at ninety seven, Gable Krebs from Lycoming College. That is Coach Krebs' son. So 
uh, pretty cool there. A little father-son duo. Um, Krebs battled back hard at the Southeast Regional. He had a tough semis loft, but I'm taking third. So uh, pretty cool there. And then Coach Krebs' other son is just he uh, is a starting 74-pounder for the Naval Academy. So a lot of uh, pretty cool story there. Yeah, that's awesome. And then uh, Donovan Korn, I believe, unless the bracket was wrong, I believe he lost 2-1 to Ballridge in – on victory so I, I would imagine he lost on a stall call if that score is accurate i'd have to go back and watch the match but corn had a great showing out in iowa he, his coming out party was last year at the nwca championships i believe he wrestled all the way to uh, a fourth place finish uh, he comes in at the five seed so again um a lot of uh a, these guys are these top guys are very very close to each other 97 is a very highly contested bout obviously ballridge gets the nod as the one probably the most open weight in my opinion out of all of them yeah and we talked about it in the regional too like a lot of the top guys in 97 um uh most likely due to injury just did not compete i mean jack hell was number two his only loss was to the ball and wall starter but ball and wall's kid didn't wrestle at regionals um oh, wow. you know oh. stevens dooley uh uh was out and um and the other one too from Wisconsin lacrosse who Lar who's obviously all those guys were in the top ten throughout the year um did not wrestle in the postseason so uh, this yeah. is gonna be a fun one to watch a lot of uh, opportunity here for a lot of guys so um it should be good and obviously yeah. North Central needs Ballridge and and Preston to uh, take care well, of business to be in take, the hunt yeah y- yep exactly which they have been doing all year I mean they've been very consistent so um, yeah and so, then uh. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, it's no surprise that they're both them are number one. Like they, they yeah, been consistent. I'm like you said, Baldridge only lost D three YCM in the first weekend of the year, and then I think he lost to Braxton Amos uh, from Wisconsin, who's a Division one national qualifier for Wisconsin. Pretty sure he just placed the Big Tens, or he made that made the allocation. So Baldridge is game ready, uh, coming off the NWCA national title, and then um, yeah. That's awesome. And then move uh, before moving on the heavyweight, kind of another cool story. Mauro Palat from Alvernia, he was the backup 84 all year for Alvernia. And uh, late injury to their starter at 97, he gets the nod at regionals and wrestles all the way to the regional finals, national qualifiers. So pretty cool story there. You know, very big kid, very athletic. Um, uh, he draws corn first match, so. Uh, I just thought that was pretty wild. Yeah. I mean, because uh, Alvernia's 84 almost also made nationals. Isaac uh, Cassius. Yeah. Yeah. And Alvernia obviously doing great jobs. They got four guys that push through. So, obviously, their biggest one being Lackman, the five seed at 165. So, all right. Closing this out now, the big the big guys that won uh, at heavyweight. Um, again, no really surprise here in the top three with Bishop, Reeves, and Lika. Um all three have been uh, on a mission this year and uh, doing great. Uh, all obviously regional champs. And then four, five, six, seven uh, was pretty tight, uh, you know, in seating wise. They all had great resumes, all had uh, great wins. Fulmer probably had the most wins out of all of them. So he gets the nod at the four. Lemke has uh, uh been really solid for Oshkosh too. Oshkosh, obviously, you know, all those Wisconsin schools all year have been doing a great job. So Lempy comes in at the five. Yeah, the WEAC was a fun conference to follow this year. Uh, um, just dual-wise and then their tournament and see how they did at regionals. Like, very competitive conference, a lot of tough wrestlers. So 
but uh yeah keep going yeah and then kim comes in from augsburg at the six and then uh wisconsin lacrosse comes in at the eight uh who um he's beaten lemke he's beaten kim in the past so that's a lot of firepower out of the eight seed um and uh ben kozinski kozinski from wisconsin lacrosse so um should be good a lot of uh again very similar to 197 a lot of these guys are, are very close with each other um it's gonna be uh it's gonna be tight battles starting from the pigtails uh moving forward so should be good right. yeah um donovan king finally getting not all vet. i feel like he's always been in and out of the lineup because they had another good heavyweight uh i think his name was dominic wilson mm-hmm. uh but king's very good you know i think he was a two-time michigan state champ a lot of firepower there will be a tough out at the 17 and then um edwin uh rubio was a new york state champ he uh originally started his career at nassau community college i believe he was a juco american yeah then and he he made his way down to the university of virginia correct so he first was at virginia oh okay okay he was first at virginia then things didn't work out there wound up back at nassau then i believe he was going to go to brockport and then something fell through winds up at Ithaca and here we are. <laughs> so it's been a journey for him. He's a very good wrestler though. That is a tough draw for the three seed to start off the mat. That's one match I have circled for the first round. Mm-hmm. And then um, I believe uh, uh, if uh, the Wisconsin lacrosse heavyweight wins, uh, he would have Ramirez, uh, who's also a very gamed and experienced heavyweight. Uh, he's very large. He's all of 285. And uh, unorthodox. Top, uh, very unorthodox. Runs legs on top, you know, big moves. So he'll be a tough out. He, he was drawn in, but, you know, that's that's a tough draw there. Um, that could be a very good match as well. So, yeah. <laughs> it's, so, uh, so it's here. It's finally here. It's finally here, folks. Uh, it is going to be a great weekend of wrestling. Um, Brackets are up on track wrestling on dictywrestling.com, uh, all over social media, NCA.com made the release last night. So you can check out the full brackets there. And um, and yeah, just get ready for a great weekend of wrestling, great end to the season. It's uh been a long time coming for division three, you know, two years, two years out since our uh you know, our last national championships. Um, and uh it's a great field, great matchups. Uh can't ask for anything more. Yeah, it's just, you know, it's, it's exciting to be back, um, and it's been two years. So it's, it's going to be, you know, a lot of nerves, a lot of jitters, but once it gets rolling, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's always a great uh, tournament out there. I think it's the best venue in D3 um, in Cedar Rapids with the renovations and everything. It's just an awesome scene. It's going to be a lot of fun, and it's good to have it back and, you know, safe travels to you and, to all the programs, coaches, and national qualifiers, and best of luck. It should be it should be a fun weekend of wrestling. It always is.